Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back. Spreading the news here on episode 46, June 19th, Monday, June 19th, if you're tuning in on June 19th. Um, listen, it's, uh, it's a tough, tough scene right now for the New York Yankees. Um, I'm going to break it all down here with my co-host, Danny. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. How we doing? Um, I'm doing better now that there's a Yankees off day tonight. Uh, getting sick of watching that team so it's the opposite opposite feeling of when there's usually an off off day that we talk about they need the off day for not only themselves but i think our own sanity yeah um my name is chase by the way if you're just tuning in um welcome to the show uh give us a follow follow us on instagram follow us on twitter you can see it all if you're on youtube you can see it all on your screen right now so go right now and follow us but um <laughs> yeah, it's been a uh, very, very Danny. We're in the dark times right now. I think, I think, I think this so. is this has got to be the worst stretch of Yankees baseball that I've ever seen since. That's, I mean, that's not true because August of last year was the Yankees' worst month. Oh, ever. I- that's, right. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. So, um, but it's okay. bad. So, it, but it's bad. This is this has got to be second worst then. Um, but it, moral of the story, it's bad. But first, Danny, before we break it down, I want to talk about our tweet that blew up this past week. Um, <laughs> just for those of you who may follow us on Twitter at official STN pod, um, I put out a late night feeler tweet. Uh, that was awesome, by the way. I think I have a pin to my profile. Yeah, I do. If you want to go see it, our, our, our profile. Yeah. Sick. Danny, 90,000 views. Yeah. On our tweet, ninety thousand views, five hundred and sixteen likes, fifteen retweets, and a lot of replies. Yep. Thanks, How Gabe. Were... Thanks, Gabe, for liking it right away. Thank, thanks, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, true, Gabe. If you're listening or watching, appreciate that, buddy. Come back on the come back on the show. We'd love to have you back. But, Danny, how refreshing was that? It was nice. It was nice. It was good to see. you. Wish right? it would have been a more happier tweet, though. But that's not how you. That's not how you get views by being positive and and yay and happy. Especially right now, right? Yeah. Uh, the tweet for the, in question was, Donaldson has six hits this year, man. What are we doing? <laughs> but He's trash. Donaldson bounce back year is canceled. Donaldson's up to, I think, eight hits now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he's coming, man. No, I'm kidding. He sucks. <laughs> um, but anyways, Danny, let's, let's talk Yankees baseball because it's a mess right now. Um... If I remember back correctly, you can you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't have it up in front of me, but they dropped two out of three to the White Sox. This is when it all started. Um, dropped two out of three to the White Sox. Dropped two out of three to the Red Sox. Um, they uh, split with the Mets, and then they just got swept by the Red Sox yesterday. Um, and they have an, like another tough set of games coming up against Seattle. Uh, with I think Luis Luis Castillo is pitching that game. And I think so was George Kirby, who just absolutely sliced and diced us the last time we played him in Seattle. Uh, and they got uh, the Texas Rangers right after that. So I think oh, it's is that a, is that a, is they're both three game sets. I think. Yeah. Um. So like another tough six games coming up. I think they're three and seven in their last ten. Don't quote me on that. They are. Uh, they are okay. So like another tough six games. Like it's it's gonna be really difficult for them right now. Um. But. Let's let's just let's just start at the at the I guess mitochondria, Danny, of 
the root of all this. I don't know what that means. Oh, my, okay, root. The root of all this. Aaron Judge. Okay. Danny, why don't you why don't you just break down so yeah. last we spoke two weeks ago. We gotta get back on our weekly thing because a lot has happened. Yeah. Last we spoke two weeks ago it was after the Dodgers series. We didn't know what the status of Judge would be. We don't know we didn't know when Judge would return. We was hope we're hoping like after the White Sox series, we didn't think it was gonna be this bad. Turns out we still don't know when Judge is gonna be back. They won't tell us a goddamn thing. They said now the it moved to a different ligament, so he has he isn't even doing any baseball activities yet in his right foot, big toe, which you know that is a tough injury to have. People are call I see people like oh just go out and play on it. It is worse than originally thought, obviously since he's still out. Um, because that big toe, that back foot, big toe is big in your swing. You know that's the that's the pivot foot, squashing the bug, if you will, as we were taught when we were five years old, but. Still no timetable. They don't know anything. Boone doesn't know anything. Boone, Boone took that Boone quote where it was like, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you guys. Uh, I, I don't really know what's going on. Dude, you're the manager of the goddamn team. You're telling <laughs> us you're in the same boat as the fans. You're in the same goddamn boat as the fans, and you're the manager of the New York Yankees. That is ridiculous. I don't know if that's – he's just lying to us, which probably is because he, he's a freaking dirty, filthy liar, and so is the rest of the Yankee organization. But now I would be happy if Judge came back at that Colorado series right after the All-Star break. That's when I think he's coming back. Like, at first, I was eyeing that Baltimore series the week before. But you know they're going to keep him – they're going to hold him out till as long as – they're going to hold him out. So I, I, I'm looking at that Colorado series, which is our first series after the All-Star break. That's what I'm looking at as his hopeful return because right now we don't, we don't know anything. So how is he going to be back? It, it, there's, there's not saying he's close, so he's not going to be back this week. So that's that whole week. Then the next week, Oakland, St. Louis, doubt they're going to bring him back on that road trip. And then when they come back to Baltimore, all right, you're a week till the All-Star game. And why play him now? You come back at home against Baltimore. So I'm looking at that Colorado series, which would suck, which does just awful, awful, awful. Didn't think that was going to happen. But also, the team shouldn't be this bad without him. We have guys that we paid. The team should not be this bad without him. And all their interviews yesterday they're saying well it's not fair like to say that it's not without judge rizzo said there's 29 other teams without aaron judge too like and they're they're not going through this but man then show us that you can do something i mean this month since judge has been hurt basically this whole month that was june 4th uh june 3rd he got hurt so he only played two games this month this month talking yanks tweeted this uh these stats out this month the Yankees ranked dead last in batting average, 192, on base percentage, 250, and OPS, 620 this month. Those are some brutal numbers, and they are now on the season one of three teams to have a season-long on-base percentage below 300. They joined the White Sox and the Royals. They have significantly more wins than both of those teams. To be in the same category as the White Sox and the Royals, especially, they're the worst team in the league. It's it's horrible. And then they also tweeted out the the individual player stats this month. They were all terrible. I know we say Glaber like you're gonna say, well, Glaber Torres has been the one bright spot on this team this month. He has not been. The only players that have decent numbers hitting is Billy McKinney. He has a 286 batting average with an 820 OPS. We have uh, Will Calhoun with a 712 OPS. <laughs> We have 
Uh, ooh, is that? Josh Donaldson is an 824 OPS, but that's because his only hits are home runs. He's 162 batting average. Yeah, what's uh, his slug? Well, his slug's got to be like 700 because all the guy does yeah. is home runs. His slug is 568 right now. We got <laughs> freaking Kyle Harris, Sagashioka at 718 OPS. And then we, we have Glaber Torres, 707. So not many people over 700 OPS. And if people are over 700 OPS, more than likely they are right around 700, except unless your name is Jake Bowers, Josh Donaldson, who does not count, and uh, Bill and Kenny. So this is just really, really bad. While we have Peraza killing it, we're going to talk about Peraza, but yeah, the team is it's just so bad, and it all stems from Judge, like you said. Yeah, for sure. Really quick before I kind of build on that, I just want to mention, like, I apologize to Danny Yu, and I apologize to the, the listeners and viewers if my vibes are low, just because, like, this is not going to be a happy episode just because of, like, everything that's going on. So, like, the energy is going to be low because of just what's going on, you know? So um just want to apologize in advance if my energy is not there today. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think... Among you've... other injury news, too, like Judge, yeah, and then other injuries, which we have news on, and we'll talk about that later. All right, there is news. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Judge being out, obviously, is really, really difficult to to climb over, like, that hill, that mountain. Um, But like you said, like, other guys need to step up and i totally agree everyone agrees every fan agrees players coaches agree and like it's almost a little embarrassing i thought rizzo's quote was a little embarrassing of him saying that like 29 other teams are playing without judge um so like then what are you doing like like figure it out because like you yeah. like the whole lineup including yourself i think rizzo's got like a 0.7 something batting average 07 batting average this month 0.083 this month thank you for being right on that jeez um it's just like what do you, what are we doing like what are, you know what i'm saying danny it's just like yeah. and like i get it like i was saying to you guys in the group chat like we have a lot of guys that are old a lot of guys that are on aging contracts but like that's not really a fair excuse because these guys are supposed to be good like yeah, rizzo I mean, 34 33 like that's not that old like you should still be playing rizzo was great until he got that neck boo-boo until the neck injury, Rizzo like was was arguably having his best season since whatever his best season was in Chicago. Um, but like Donaldson is just like he's just unplayable at this point. He's unplayable. He's got to go. DJ LeMahieu is unplayable at this point. The outfield is is a Triple A outfield, um, with the exception of um, I'm trying to think of who our outfielders are right now: Bader, McKinney. McKinney. Well, Bader is, Bader is not yet. IKF. IKF. IKF Bowers. I mean, and a couple or of Bowers are like the it, only yeah. guys swinging the bat well, but they're they're not going to last as your everyday outfielders throughout the season, you know? like we don't Not to mention the fact that Bowers is not an outfielder, and we saw that yeah. in Fenway. Oh, my God. So, like, and, and we saw it in City Field, too, because, like, I feel like there were a couple balls that he could have had in, in City Field that – He did have one really, really nice catch. He up. did. No, he did. He did. But I feel like there were – that like, that that ball, that last, like, the Nimmo walk-off, I feel like that could have – like, if Judge is out there, I think that's caught. Yeah. Uh, But, like, obviously, like, it's not really fair to pin him to Judge just because Judge is, like, best in the game, obviously, in terms of being out there in the field. But – um. Like guys need to step up, and they haven't done that. And I don't think they're gonna do that, which is why I'm sca- which is why I'm scared. Like I don't think they're gonna step up, Danny. Like I think this is gonna be the reality until Judge gets back. Yeah, and what what's crazy about this, and we saw it last year, Judge basically carry the Yankees' dead weight body into the playoffs uh, in August. 
But always my argument for why baseball is beautiful is that one guy can't carry a team. You look at the NBA, LeBron could do it. We see Mahomes do it now. Mahomes carrying team, carrying his team in the NFL. I don't know anything about hockey because that sport sucks. But baseball <laughs> always like always says. I would always say baseball is beautiful because not one guy can carry a team. It's a team game. Like that's why Mike Trout's not never in the playoffs. They have Mike Trout and Otani. They're not in the playoffs because it's a team game. You can't just have one or two guys. The Yankees are proving me wrong, proving that wrong. Like, so now everybody I told baseball is beautiful because of that reason. And I said, it's not beautiful for them for this. Like it's literally, I've never seen one guy carry a team like he does. It's so much different when he's in the lineup and it's crazy to me. I've never seen a team like that. Obviously you expect the team to take a little bit of a dip without the best player in the game, right? You obviously right. expect it, but this is just terrible. Everybody just play like they've never swung a bat before. It's like, they're not, they, they need to feed off judge, which is not how they should be. We're paying them to play their own game, you know, and they're supposed to be good and they're just not. So I've never seen a baseball team like this be carried by one guy and hey good on judge that he can carry this team but it's just crazy that one guy makes this much of a difference obviously it was going to be a big difference but this much of a difference is just bad like i said we're dead last in these offensive categories this this month yeah, that's terrible it shows how important aaron judges to a lineup you know to this lineup i should say um i saw from talking yanks that the yankees were 19 and 9 in may and now they're, I think it was 20 and 24. They were amazing. Um, and I loved what the team looked like in May with Judge. Like they were, they were hitting, they were hitting too. They were hitting, they were getting on base. They were, like they looked great in May and their pitching staff was awesome. And I, I still have a, a, all the confidence in the world in pitching, but. At what point, Danny, is it too late? At what point is it too late for you? Cause, cause Judge, there's a, the there's, a, there's a realistic realistic possibility that judge is not going to be back until after the all-star break. I feel like it's more likely I, than not. That. That, yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. It's more likely than not that that's going to happen. So when is it too late for you? Like when, like too late that the Yankees are out of it or like, too like late when is it like too late where it's like, it's too far gone that you can't come back from this. Like for a judge to come, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to get to that point because we're not winning the division right now. I kind of, we're not going to win the division. I know like the, we saw the Braves come back last year, uh, 14 games, whatever it was. Uh, but it's just not going to happen. The Rays are too good. I don't really see us winning the division, but I don't think it's going to be too late where we're out of the playoffs, like where we're not in the playoff race. But I could see it getting to a point where like it sucks when you're in the summer and you have to claw your way back to just make the playoffs. Like that sucks, man. And that's a really tough thing to ask of any team let alone this team that is so up and down. Like, they have to play at their best when Judge comes back. They all have to be firing and play at their best because I don't see them winning much games. Like, we got a good next, not this week, but the next week we have a very easy schedule of Oakland and St. Louis, the two of the worst teams in the league. But I still, I, I don't even see them beating that, those guys. Like, those teams have been better than them without Judge. So I don't think, I don't think I'm going to say it's going to be too late where you're not going to be able to scratch back from it. Just gonna put yourself in a really bad, bad, uh, bad situation, and I think that's gonna be after the All Star break. That by the All Star break, we're not gonna be in the wild card, like picture. We're not gonna be in that picture, so we're going to have to fight back after the All Star break, and I'm fully prepared to do that. And I don't think we're gonna be out of it. It's just gonna suck, and it's gonna be a very stressful summer. Last year wasn't that stressful of a summer, and so they sucked, but we already knew we kind of had the division locked up, so. 
It's going to be a very stressful summer, Chase. It's going to be a very stressful <laughs> summer. It's going to be a lot of high intensity on the on the pod too, huh? Yeah, so right now, just a quick wild card, like what, what it is right now. The Yankees are tied with Houston for the last wild card spot. But thankfully, they stink too right now. But then which, we is, got- which is which is hilariously ironic, by the way, right? Like the one yeah. year that the Astros and the Dodgers like aren't who they who they've been. We so, are like we are. like we suck too. It's just yeah. like so ironic, of course. Yeah. So and then we got Toronto a half a game back, Boston two games back, and they just freaking they just mopped us in two series. So and then we got Seattle three games back. So this series against Seattle could be it's very big, and we got to find a way to win too. I mean. I'm going to go back to how it was when Judge was out earlier in the year, when the offense was struggling earlier in the year. You win the cold start, then figure out a way to win the other one other, which they showed they did decently in April. But, yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening with this team keeps playing like this. Hopefully they're having some sort of meeting and whatever, saying turn the shit the fuck around, excuse my language. But. Yeah, just win the cold start, figure out how to win another one, I guess, and we'll see. We'll go from there. We'll go from there. They they don't – but the problem has been, like, I think the last two starts for Cole is, like, he hasn't won his starts because there's yeah. no run support. Yeah. So, He's like – He was great in that uh, – Oh, he, yeah. He was great uh, against the Mets last series. And, like, it, it's very depressing when – at least to me when I see, like, Cole – just shove his ass out there mm-hmm. and then he obviously he didn't get the loss but uh, like did, you know the, the team game, he did. oh no he didn't he no did. no no he wasn't credited with the loss yeah, but like he 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 got the loss in the game against the red Sox. but mm-hmm. yeah that's what um did. uh but yeah like like where he pitched he, great again he out like in my opinion he outpitched verlander like mm-hmm. that whole game i think i think cole was taken out with like 80 pitches i think um somewhere around there oh no maybe not maybe not maybe he pitched a little longer than that um but you know, it's it sucks. Like it really does suck because this team is just so lifeless. And like I remember a couple of weeks ago, maybe maybe a little more over a month ago, Danny, we were talking. I think Rizzo was my Yankee of the week, uh, and I was saying like he was my Yankee of the week because even when the team looks lifeless, like Rizzo is always putting his best foot forward. You know, and he's doing everything that he can to give the team life. You know, and now it feels like there's no life at all. Like there is no life in this team. Yeah, and one thing I want to say about Garrett Cole before we like, if you don't yeah. mind, uh, obviously it's not Garrett Cole's fault. We're struggling, you know. He's pitching well, he's pitching fine, whatever. But he's got to start being more economical. You might say this is unfair because his numbers are great and he's not the problem, but he's got to start being more economical with his pitches. He's got to start giving a seven, uh, maybe even eight. He hasn't pitched. This is crazy. Looking at it, I'm looking at his game logs. He hasn't pitched seven full innings. Since April 16th, that complete game he wow. had, he hasn't pitched seven full innings. And you're the ace. Yeah, it's not fair because, you know, he'll go six, one earned run. It's a great start. Sure, that's a great start. But you're the ace of our team. We're paying. We want you to go out there and get give us seven consistently. Obviously, not every start you're going to get seven. But to not have it in two months now, like, th- that's not what we want you to do. Yes, you've been great. We love you. But got to start being more a little more economical. And, yes, that's not our biggest problem. But. That's just something I've noticed that he's got to start being, you know, that guy that goes seven again. I think it's difficult for him though because I feel like every time he's out on the mound, the the, the defense is just not good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He strikes a lot of people out, but the defense in general is not good. But like, I feel like this goes for all of our starting pitching. Like a lot of our starting pitchers are forced to go out there every other inning and get four or five outs. Like, 
it's Brook it, one when he came in was so bad. It's hard to be economical when you have to go in, you have to get four or five outs every other inning, you know? So it's yeah. like the whole team, like it all boils down to just just like the roster construction. And I think I think this is some this is definitely something that I wanted to bring up during this whole episode was the roster construction. So like um we were talking about like we we've always been talk we've always talked about Brian Cashman and how much whether you love whether you love him or hate him I don't know how many people could even say that they love him anymore um I know that we don't love Cashman um but to put like it nicely. to put it nicely yeah um like they needed in the off season you can go back to our episodes in the off season and you can hear all three of us me you and Brian all saying they need to address the lineup, and they didn't do that. They didn't address the lineup. And with Judge being out, now it's like they're relying on a lot of guys who who ha- like are trying to get a starting roster spot in this league. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just really players. Quad A players. Quad A. Like you're relying on those guys. Like like Jake Bowers has been has been really good for his role. Like he he I will say like he's been one of the very 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 few bright spots of this offense. Um, Willie Calhoun even like was playing well, but I, I he hasn't played like at all. I don't know why. Um, but it's just like what what did they expect? You know, like what what did they like? What did they actually expect? Like, do you know do you know what I'm getting at here? Yeah, I mean, I, they expected Judge to be healthy, but let's say Judge goes through a rough patch where he's struggling at the plate. That happens to baseball players. That even happened to him last year. Uh, what are they going to do then? Like, can the guys step up and and pick up a win with Judge not getting two RBIs, with Judge not hitting a home run? Like, are they going to be able to get a, get wins? And I think, I think, yeah, I think, yeah. And they expected not to defend them, obviously, but they expected to have a World Series pitching staff which they do they do i'm very confident in the pitching staff they do have a world series winning pitching staff but you can't win if you can't score right so i don't know what they expect i think they have to go into the trade deadline and acquire something and boone came out and said that the trade deadline isn't looking great already he's already saying (laughs) that like thanks man and that was when they were playing well yeah yeah (laughs) so already saying that that the trade deadline will, and there isn't like I, I look at the trade deadline and who might be available. There really isn't any like big name stars. It's just gonna have to be like role players who could hit lefty, like a Cody Bellinger, a Jock Peterson, a Jake Fraley maybe. But the, the Reds are actually good, so I don't think Jake Fraley will be there. But yeah, I, I don't know. They have to hopefully Cashman can pull off something at the deadline with with for an outfielder, maybe a he third baseman. He never but. does. He won't. Never I mean, does. he did last year. Last year, I think he did a good job. Besides Montas, on the paper, bad, on paper, but... yes, on paper. But like, they didn't re- like those guys didn't really help us. In the I know, but that time. wasn't his fault. That wasn't. You can't say like, oh, Cashman never does. The only one was Montas because he traded a guy that was hurt for a guy that was hurt. But Benintendi, like, you can't predict injuries except for when you're Montas when he already was. Hurt. On paper, it was a good trade. Like we, I think, I think we all had like an A minus grade at our trade yeah. deadline episode last year. And then looking back at it, the only one I would fault Cashman for is Montas. Like Ben Attendi getting hurt, not his fault. Like Efros, not his fault. Like those were they were real. They were good when they were playing. Like Ben Attendi was heating up. So I don't think it's totally fair for that to say like, oh, Cashman sucks. Besides Montas, so I want to see what he does. I'm confident. No, Cashman he, sucks. I'm confident he can be. I'm confident. No, no, no. 
Catherine sucks. Like Obviously, yeah. he sucks. Obviously. Oh, I thought I thought you were trying to say like you don't know if he sucks. You want to see what he no, does. No, what? No, I do oh, want to okay. see what he does. <laughs> okay, but he, okay. he sucks. Obviously, he's obviously he sucks. I mean, this sucks. He sucks. But you can't look at that trade deadline and say like, and say Cashman sucks based off that, except for Montas, because like you can't predict injuries. So I am interested to see what he does because he has to do something. I'm seeing if he could pull a rabbit out of a hat. And go out and get an outfielder that could help us, but it's I don't have confidence. They need more than that, dude. Like they they need a third baseman. Like they. Which, you want to talk about Peraza real quick then? For, for yeah, that's Peraza. I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to. DFA Donaldson. DFA is ass. Now they're using it, it as an excuse. I was I fully believe coming in. I think I mentioned it on this podcast that they were giving Donaldson to till June whatever, and if he wasn't good, I think they were going to DFA him June July whatever. But now I think they're using him getting hurt as an excuse. Well, he hasn't gotten enough at bats yet. We want to see. We want to wait and see. Like, no, dude, he's terrible. Get off the team. He got picked off last night with two outs. What are you? What are you doing? You're not going anywhere. How are you getting picked off? How are you getting caught leaning? What the fuck are you doing, man? And I feel like I haven't cursed on these things in a while. But I, I can't. I can't help it, Donaldson. I wanted you to have a bounce back year. Like, yeah, I was kind of <laughs> joking when I said Donaldson bounce back year. I wanted it to happen, but it's not gonna fucking happen. Peraza, Oswald Peraza. <laughs> you know I love, you know I love Peraza, right? You know I love Peraza. We all love Peraza. We want him up, all bro. I want Peraza to be the shortstop in spring training. I feel like I was the last one to kind of switch over to the Volpe train, but um, they're not giving him a shot. They're not going to give him a shot. It's really frustrating. And I, I mentioned this to you guys. I feel like nobody's talking about the reason why they're not giving him a shot. Everybody's just saying, "Oh, this is so bad." Well, blah, blah, just do it. And I texted you guys in the group chat kind of my take on it. So if you look at his minor league games, he's absolutely killing it. We talked about this last time. We don't even need to get into that. We talked about absolutely raking. Barry Bonds type level raking in AAA. But they're playing him at shortstop. They're not moving him around. So I think if they really wanted to get him a legitimate shot on this team, which I think he deserves, right? He deserves. I think he deserved it before killing it in the minors. He's deserved it since last year. So he deserves a shot. I think if they really wanted to give him a shot, they'd be playing him at second base. They'd be playing him at third base. They'd be playing him even in left field. He's athletic enough to go out and play left field. He's got a good arm that could translate to the outfield well. So I think them just keeping Matt Shorsam, not moving him around, is there. that's them telling us that they're not really trying to give him a shot. They're trying to trade him because his value is a shortstop. His value, if you start moving him around, that decreases his trade value because he is a great defensive shortstop. We know that already. Great defensively. So his value is at shortstop, his trade value. So I think that's what they're doing. They just want to trade him. They want him to play shortstop in the minors, increase his value, don't decrease his value by going to play third base or freaking left field. They want to trade him. Which, yeah, sure, they could get something really good out of him. But like we just were talking about, there's not much to get right now. And we have holes right now. Like, if he could come up and help us win, let him do it. They're just too scared to make that move of bringing the young kid up and moving him to third base because oh, it decreases his trade value maybe slightly. But, like, come on, man. If he comes up and kills it and you still want to trade him, then that just increases his trade value. But uh, it's just so frustrating that they just want to hold him down. They want to hold him back to maybe figure out a trade later. And it's just so frustrating because he can help us win. We know he can help us win, Chase. We know he can. I'm I'm in total agreement with you there. We like a, a very small sample size of what we saw last year with Peraza at the major league level. I think it was like he was hitting like over 300 with like a home a home run uh, and what was it like 18 plate appearances maybe, 
uh, no, it was like 18 games. Oh, 18 games. It was like probably like around, I think it was around 50 something plate appearances. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, even better. Like that's an even bigger sample size of what I thought it was, but so that like helps me even prove my point more. But like, like you said, like we know he can help us right now. So why not let him help you? I, I don't he understand. He deserves it. He deserves it. I don't understand. It will, this team will never reach what it's supposed to reach until you cut the snake's head off. And that is Brian Cashman. It just won't happen. And even Aaron Boone, like it's like a two headed snake. With the I mean, I, no, and I still don't put, I don't put really much blame on Aaron Boone at all. Obviously, we don't like the guy, whatever, but I don't really put much blame on him. Like, we're not losing games because of his managerial decisions. We're losing games because of how the team is constructed. And that's not Boone. Boone doesn't construct the team. That's why we're losing games. Like, it's not like Boone can't really freaking put a lineup out there right now that's going to win. Like, it's not even on Boone. So, yeah, I'm I agree. I, I texted you guys that, like, I think. Like a couple weeks ago, I was like, it, I don't even think it's on Boone. Like, I think it's on Cashman. But like at the end of the day, I still don't think Boone's a good manager. No, I don't know. So, so, uh, like, saying. but like, I do, I, I do think, like, dude, like these quotes, like these Boone quotes that we've been getting. Did you see the Boone quote yesterday? And he was, uh, I have, I had it up on my phone before. Let me find it. Hang on, I just had it up. It said from Brian Hoke. Shout out Brian Hoke. Uh, said Aaron Boone on the lineup, missing Judge. Quote: That's the storyline. I we're going to get beat over the head with that. The reality is that team that we're rolling out there is capable of doing damage offensively. We've got plenty of guys capable of putting up big runs. I know it's going to be the story every day until we start banging away. Dude, what are, what are we talking about? What are we doing? Like, be transparent. Like, be accountable. Hold your team accountable. This is the problem. Like, Brian always says, like, after the game, Boone's got freaking ice cream and cotton candy waiting in the clubhouse for the guys after they go I out and put up a freaking stinker. Put up a stinker up there. What are we doing? Like, what what, what are we doing? <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't even have the words. Danny, he's a South Park character. He's he's literally an episode of South Park. Aaron Boone is a South Park character. He reminds me of, like, PC Principal. It's not real. You it's see what he's real. doing, though. You see what he's doing. Last time he used the term bang, banging, whatever, Willie Calhoun. Immediately, yeah, Willie Calhoun that, can bang. After immediately after he said that, like it was just like it was the same thing. He was deflecting blame. He was deflecting blame. He was deflecting accountability. And it was like, well, yeah, we have guys struggling, but there's no doubt in my mind Willie Calhoun and Bet can bang at some point. Like it's gonna come. And then Willie Calhoun just all of a sudden did start hitting. So that's what he's that's what he's trying to do. I see what he's doing. He's trying to like put that out there, like oh, and now if they start, then speak they to your team directly. Games, Tell them directly. No, I know. No, it's wrong. I know. I'm, I'm saying. I see what he's doing, and he's a lying son of a bitch. We don't have a real manager. We have a South Park character at manager. We have a GM that should have been fired yeah, it's 15 like, years ago. Yeah, when I'm watching episodes of South Park, you laugh at how dumb everybody in the world is. Like, <laughs> we're on Twitter. We're, we're seeing this. We're laughing at how dumb everybody in the Yankees organization is. It reminds me of an episode of South Park. It, I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go through some like the quoted tweets and just read what some random people have been saying. Okay. Okay. Someone, someone quote tweets uh, Brian Hoke's tweet. Enough with the bullshit and lies, bro. Go make an impactful move to wake these effing zombies up. Oh my god. Yeah, he's lost his mind. Boone's cooked. Oh, cut the shit. Doing damage, dude. It's bad, dude. Everyone knows it. Like everybody knows. What are we doing? What are we doing? So what happens when you get an owner and GM that are butt buddies? So they'll they'll freaking you got a four year extension instead of cutting them off. 
Uh, the Look, team is fully constructed, and I love the pitching staff. I love what they did with the pitching staff. All right, so I'm not. I love. I do love what Cashman did with the pitching staff. You can't really deny that they do have a good pitching staff, and I think playoff. Looking at the playoffs, their pitching staff will be good. They might not However, get there though. However, every playoff, their pitching staff is good. It's the offense that's not. So I like the Rodon signing. Sure, I do like them going out and getting Rodon. I like it. I, I I'm excited for Rodon to come back, making a rehab start tomorrow. Right, starting rehab. Yeah, but um, we need to hit, man. You gotta score to win. We said that already. You gotta score to fucking win, and you have to figure out a way to score without Judge because there's gonna be a game where he goes 0 for four. So then we need Rizzo to get a homer, Giancarlo to drive Torres in. It, it, like we need those guys. We need Volpe to start making adjustments, or else he's gotta go. Like it's not go like off like the organization go down. Triple A, Triple A. Yeah. Like, it's just, we got it. These guys just got to start doing it. Like, enough saying it's going to come. It's going to come. Fucking hold them accountable and fucking start play, start doing it. Donaldson should have been on the bench after getting after getting uh, picked off last night. The fact that he stayed in the game, it's just like, they don't care. It's like a handouts. They're giving hands out, handouts now. Like, he'll make errors in the field now. He's been making errors in the field, which was the one thing about Donaldson. He's looking at pitches down the middle. He gets picked off at first base when we're trying to rally. He should be fucking on the bench, man. They were showing the... the um. The Reggie Jackson play in Fenway where Billy Martin just pulled him out, pulled him out of game when he didn't hustle for a ball. Like, that's holding guys accountable. And it's just, we don't do that. It's like, yep, yeah, I know we're going to get there. We're playing. We're trying our hardest out there. Like shut the hell up, bro. Shut up. Start putting results on the field. Start holding guys accountable. Start holding Torres accountable for being a lazy sack of shit. Start holding Rizzo accountable for being bad. Start holding DJ accountable for being bad. And just swinging for the fences every time is what it looks like. Start holding guys accountable. Not like, well, you know these guys could be good. No, no. Fucking show it or do something about it. What do we do about John Carlo Stanton? <laughs> well, no, listen, listen. I, I want to preface this. He's the only one that this. I'm willing to – I'm giving a little bit of time. He's the only I want, one. I, I want to preface this by saying um, that tweet that we saw yesterday that actually my brother sent in the group chat of Stanton's over the last year, his numbers over the last year. Um, I didn't realize that it was that bad. Yeah, me neither. I didn't realize it was that bad. And I feel like it kind of gets blown under the rug because of how good he is in the playoffs every year. Uh, and like last year, he didn't really do much in the playoffs, but like, um, nobody did. How much, true, no one did. How much longer can we wait? What, what do we do? I guess I guess they have to wait as long as they can. can't because do anything. They can't you do can't anything. Do yeah, I guess you can't. He's got it. You just got to hope. Oh, this is a good. This is a good tweet right here. Talking Yanks. What former Yankee would you bring back right now in their prime to help this team? It's a good uh, hypothetical. Ooh. What Yankee in their prime would you bring back? Oh, I mean, fucking A Rod, man. I'm going A Rod. I'm going A Rod. You could say Jeter or whatever, but no, I want I want A Rod. I want the be- I want one of the best players in the history of baseball. <sighs> Can we say Babe Ruth? Can we? No, no. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's corny. I think it's the probably the most popular answer. But I think Jeter. Like I think Jeter would be yeah. like he fills yeah. a hole. Jeter would hold accountable to accountable. He, hold, he fills oh. the hole at shortstop. He would lead by example, and like he would hold everyone yeah, accountable, like Jeter. he always has been. Yeah, I got to switch up Jeter, Jeter, but A Rod just to be different, and because. Yeah. I mean, A-Rod's not a bad choice. And A-Rod is better talented than Jeter, but Jeter, like, personality-wise and obviously talent, is would be nice on this team because he, be, he, be, he would go up to Boone and be like, yo, 
<laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> this is... Um, uh, what was I going to ask you? Um, I forgot what I was going to ask you, but I I did have something else I was going to ask you about Volpe. Um, when is enough enough with Volpe? Like we saw, he made that chicken parm adjustment with Austin Wells. Uh, got a couple. I think he, before. I want to say before the first doubleheader game, I think he was like four for his last ten. I saw like yes, yes network had that graphic up. So like it helped him, it helped yeah, him in the short term. In the Three doubles in the Mets series. But like he kind of looked lost last night. Looked lost in the first doubleheader game. What do we do about Volpe? Like what do they? First off, if nobody knows the story, Anthony Volpe on the off day last week, uh, before the Mets series or this past week. Went and hung out with his minor league buddies, Austin Wells, among others, whatever. And they just watched film. They watched film. It took them about an hour to discover, like, oh, Volpe, your stance. Like, you, you got away from your closed stance. That's why you're pulling off on those outside pitches. You got away from your closed stance. You're telling me it took a couple minor league players one hour to, to freaking figure out what's wrong and tell Volpe to make an adjustment. And a whole goddamn organization, teammates, fucking coaching staffs, analytic guys, whatever, couldn't do that in three months. Are you kidding me, Chase? Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> a whole organization. They, they sat it, down for an hour. Are you kidding it, me? It makes me question what kind of hitting coaches we have employed on this roster. But I also saw someone else say, like, uh, someone on Twitter. I don't know who said it. I don't remember exactly what it said, but I'm just going to spitball here of what I remember it saying. Um, so, like, after those two, the doubleheader, um, Volpe, like, looked, he looked lost. And everyone was like, oh, like, like what do you know? Like, like a player that's not ready to be in the major leagues, um, like looks lost again after like a couple like good at bats for making like one little adjustment. Like he needs to go back to AAA where things can kind of slow down for him, and you know he can gain confidence back because there, there's no way he has confidence. There's no way. There's no way he has any type of confidence in major league baseball in in the majors. There's no way. You can't. You can't have confidence. So it's like, I almost feel like they're doing Volpe a disservice. And I feel like we've always said in the past, like the Yankees don't do a good job of developing players. Like, and I've spoken about this with my brother. I don't know how you feel about this, but like when they constantly send players up and down, up and down, like we saw that with Davey Garcia with, with Clark Schmidt, when he, with Clark Schmidt, when he first came up, Clint Frazier, when he came up, um, when you're constantly sending players up and down, up and down, it's like, like it's probably not good for their development. So like, maybe like they need to take an ex- like send Volpe down for an extended period until yeah. they can instead of bringing him up down up and down. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, because he did skip the whole level of AAA. He I mean, did. Like, I'll give I'll give him till I, I change. At first, when we came into the season, I I said I'd give him till like June, late June, whatever. But the fact that there's a lot of problems on this team. And like just a like a swap out at shortstop kind of won't fix us. I'd rather Peraza take Donaldson's spot first if we're gonna go that route. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. I'll go. I'll give him till late July when we're around the trade deadline. And if he still hasn't made an adjust adjustments, like he's got to go down. And yeah, it sucks because you want him to develop in the major leagues. But we're not a team that's bad or like middle of the packs so that's gonna be that's gonna say like well. You know, we'll let him develop up here. Like, no, we can't be a team that we're, we're World Series or bust. We need a guy that's going to help us win. So late July, whether that's going to be be a trade or Peraza moving there, trade for a third bit, whatever. Like, 
it's got a move has to be made. We can't be scared. Like we have to send him down because we need a guy that's going to help us win. As much as I love the guy, as much as I think he's going to be a great baseball player, we need a guy that's going to help us win this year because we're World Series or bust. Um, World Series is looking very bleak right now. <laughs> full full disclosure. Do you think this team makes the playoffs? <laughs> yes, I think they make the playoffs. Yes. Okay. Like, yes, that's not even like a question for me. I think they do make the playoffs. Okay. We saw how good they can be. We we did see how good they can be, and we're getting we're getting our full strength back. We could talk about injuries next because that kind of ties into that. Like we're getting guys back. As for World Series, remains to be seen. But I think we're can, there's no there is no way in hell that they can win the World Series as currently constructed. Oh, what just happened? I think I lost you, Danny. I don't hear you. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Well, I think we lost Danny. Don't know what happened. Um, as he tries to kind of fix whatever's going on, he's he start, he's laughing. He's smiling. Oh, wait. Wait. Hello? There you go. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Nope. Hello? No, yeah, you're good. You're good. Oh, hello. Hello? Yeah, you're, you're there. Can you okay. hear me? I just unplugged my mic and plugged it back in. What did I just say? Um, After the trade deadline, we'll see we'll see if how the team is, and we'll see how it's, if it's constructed any differently, and then we'll see how they play in August, September, and then I'll say World Series. But yes, I think they could they'll make the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs, and because their pitching staff, I do love their pitching staff, and Judge Gunman back is big. We saw how good that team could be. Like that May team, I could see making a good run. Like they were hitting, but obviously the Yankees aren't consistent, so. I think it's like a 40-60% chance. Like 40% they make playoffs. No, playoffs. Hey, no as, currently, as currently constructed. I'm going 90-10, dude. I think we're going to make the playoffs. Like, as, currently, as currently constructed. Yes, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me... You're telling me with, with Judge back, though, that counts as currently here, constructed. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. Like, with If Judge is out for the year and we don't have Judge, so if you're saying this team right now, obviously... No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. When, when is the All-Star break? Like mid-July? It's July July 11th. July July 11th. Is the All-Star. Our last our last game before the All-Star break is July 9th. Our first game back is July 14th in Colorado. That should be fun. Judge in Colorado. That's what be I was cool. talking about before. If he's back, that's what I said. His target series to be back. But but um so that's that's like a little under a month. Like so like 3 and a half, 3 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um can they can the Yankees hold the load until he gets back? I don't know. Like I, I, I could see like I could totally see them like I, I'm I don't know how many games it is, but I could see them going like ten and like fifteen, ten and twenty. Like I think they're that bad right now. Like I think Yeah, me too. Like I, I think there's I think there's this real possibility that they're under five hundred by the time Judge gets back. And that's not yeah. where you want to be at all, especially in a wild card race that's so stacked right now. You know, that's what I said. I said, like, at the All-Star break, we won't be in that picture. We won't be in the wild-card picture, no. And it's going to be tough to cross those back. But I do think with Judge, with Rodon coming back, with the guys healthy, I think we're a playoff team. We're a playoff team. On and, paper, yes. Yeah, no, we're a playoff team. Like, that, team also, in May, that team in May, fully healthy, with the, even without Rodon. Rodon wasn't even there. Fully healthy. That team fully healthy was a playoff team. It was a playoff team, man. It was a playoff team. And with Rodon coming back soon, I we're a playoff we're a playoff team with Judge with Bader. We're, we're a playoff team, World Series team. We got to make some moves. Danny, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix the Yankees really quick. I'm gonna fix the Yankees really quick for you. Go. 
DFA Donaldson, send him to the sun. Okay, send him to the sun. Bring up Peraza. Play, give, give him a, a shot. Tweet. I saw a tweet put Donaldson like rocket sending the sun. The sun doesn't deserve it, but it is. <laughs> yeah, this is like sending him the sun, but even though the sun doesn't deserve it, he like he deserves yeah. the sun or something. Um, look, DFA Donaldson, bring up Peraza. Give Volpe a shot. If Volpe's still having difficulty over there at short, then I send him down to AAA, let Peraza take over short, figure out third base with DJ or whatever guys that you might look into at the deadline or maybe someone else you could bring up, you know? Um, Paro. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how he's doing. I haven't looked at his stats in so yeah. long. I'll check that while you tell me. He's probably not doing that well if we haven't heard of no. him. But um, I think there's a chance they trade Glaber. I don't want them to trade Glaber. I think Glaber, and I think I know I know you agree because we've talked about this. Glaber is a top three hitter on this roster. Um, I know you hate his fielding, but I hate him as a, I hit him. But like at the end of the day, like they need him. They're gonna need yes, him. I'm finally, like, I'm glad you actually admit that because you, you know, you always like to text in the group chat, like, "Oh, Danny wants." Well, to I just like, I just like to mess with you. I just, it's just funny. But, um, and then like, Judge got to get healthy. Bader got to get healthy. You got to figure out left field. Cabrera cannot be the left fielder. IKF cannot be the left. Even though I love IKF, love him to death, cannot be the left fielder. Um, love Bowers, like Bowers, like. Bowers has shown he 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 can't dude he's he's like an he's a black hole out there in left field he can like he can't field for shit Stanton like they think Stanton might go back to the outfield like I don't know if he was but if the if the game didn't get rained out there was a chance he was playing left in Fenway do you believe that I don't know and they said Tuesday we could see him in right field tomorrow we could see him in right field but they say but they're dirty stinking liars we also thought that Harrison Bader was going to be back Friday. Yeah, dude, that's wild. By the way, that was wild. And I don't think that's on him. Like you calling bait like Bader a bitch because he's always hurt. No, whatever. dude, Bader, that Bader said, him, No, <laughs> no, Bader said he felt he wasn't ready yet. Really? Bader said that. Yes, yeah, Bader said I don't like. Bader, the team said he felt he wasn't ready. So I don't know what happened there. The team felt he wasn't ready, or he felt he wasn't. Bader ready? said to the team he felt he wasn't ready. Okay. We'll maybe he, maybe he wanted to like see some more live pitching. More pitches, yeah. One yeah. one rehab start. All right, so well. Does that bring us to injury stuff? Yeah, yeah, we could, yeah. All right, so Ian Hamilton. He the started, Slambino. Slambino, he is on the road back. He started his uh, rehab yesterday. Yesterday, he uh, scoreless inning, two strikeouts, so that's good to see. We like him. We miss him. Harrison Bader should be back on Tuesday. They told us Friday, but like I said, he wasn't ready. So he will be back Tuesday in this lineup. Carlos Rodon. Starts his rehab tomorrow. They said he's probably going to get three starts down in the rehab assignments. So that I think will take us to the all-star break. Uh, yeah, it's good news because let's say, let's say it start a week about, and then he'll, he'll be ready to come back maybe by that Baltimore homestand, but I could see them one not wanting to push it and just wait till after the all-star break as well, like judge. So we'll see you there, but that all good news. Good news. Uh, Nestor Cortez started throwing. Uh, hopefully he could be back. We don't really, I don't really know the full timetable on him, but he'd started throwing. The thing I will say about Nestor is I feel like they don't need to rush him. Like let him do his thing. Like the pitching's fine. Like Cole is great. Obviously Rodon coming back. Hopefully he'll be fine. Herman's been up and down. Sevy's been up and down. Uh, but like we gotta talk about Severino for Brian since he's not here. And Clark, like Clark has been great. Like he has been 
So I like this. Like, like he folded yesterday late in the fifth inning, but like, I'm still like two runs over five innings for Clark. Yes. Or like, I think what was it? Four and two thirds. Yeah. Zooming out. It's a fine start. It's a fine start. Exactly. So like, I feel like they don't need to rush back Nestor by any means. Yeah. And then judge. We don't know. We don't know about judge. No one Waiting... knows. Waiting very impatiently for reports. I feel like I'm scrolling through Twitter every day. I'm searching his name. I don't know if you see, if you ever go to the search bar on our uh, spread in the news, it's, Aaron Judge is always there because I search <laughs> every day. I search it for every day, just looking for something. And um, we're not getting it. So we don't know. Wish we could provide updates for that, but we don't have any. Guy that's back from injury, Luis Severino. You want to talk about him at all? Sure. Um... I will. What I will say about Brian Seve, was here for this. Yeah, what I will say about Sevi is that his first two starts when he came back off the IL, he was great. Looked really good. His fastball looked really good. Was topping out at like ninety nine, I think it was ninety eight. Um, then his next couple starts kind of flaked a little bit. Um, actually, he didn't. He did more than flaked. He sucked. I will say. Like I'll be. Sucked. I'll like I'll say it like it is. He sucked against the Mets. He just completely blew up. Um. He still managed to, I think, go like a little, a lot, actually, a lot deeper in the game than we thought he would because in the first inning, uh, he just got blown up. But um, based on what I saw from Sevi against the Red Sox, um, I think he's taking. I think he's took. I think he took a little bit of a step in the right direction. Uh, still, what did he give up? Four earned, was it? Three earned, four runs. So defense four. didn't help him out there. Okay. But um. Uh, wait, was that the start? Was that the start where Rizzo cut off the yesterday. run at home? Yeah. That was that start? That was yesterday. Oh, no, that was... No, that was, was Michael that King. Clark? That was Michael Oh, yeah, King. that was King. That was when King was pitching. Yeah. Um, no, but I like I think I think Sevy, like his fastball, like what I was worried about during those stretch bad starts for Sevy was his fastball it was down. It was like I don't know if you noticed Danny, but it was like 95, 94. Yeah. Which was very and it was like down the middle too. Yeah. Uh like no no location, no control. But like yesterday, I think he was, you know, hitting some spots. Mm-hmm. Uh his fastball looked a lot better at like ninety-eight. I think he took a step yesterday. Hopefully he can keep building on that. Yeah, so and we like we me and you. No, Sevy could be a really good pitcher. Brian still hates Sevy and does not think the same thing. He's calling him Luis Saccarino now. Uh, but hopefully he could adjust because I don't want to – I would hate for starting pitching to be one of the things we try to acquire at the deadline because we don't have someone that's capable of being four or five because we have a lot of other holes in starting pitching. This pitching staff I think is World Series contending staff. It's a World Series contending staff. I think it. I think I know it will be. But we need Herman to be consistent. We need Sevi to get back to who he was. We need Rodon to come back and come back well. Glaber Torres, just want to shout this out because we're talking about Brian, who he also hates Glaber. Glaber Torres is one of our best hitters. I don't think we should trade him. We can't trade him. We need him in the lineup. But wow, I don't like that. I, I say that all the time, and you guys still like to clown me in the group chat. Like every time Glaber does something, imagine wanting to get rid of him, like Brian and Danny. Uh, but no, we can't get rid of him. Uh, I don't think we should because that's just creating another hole that we didn't need to be there. And the whole thing the guy's about- has got to get a grip. The guy has to get a fucking clue, dude. Get a fucking clue where you are. You're playing Major League Baseball for the New York Yankees. Stop being lazy. Stop running into outs. These errors. Like, someone got to fucking teach him how to turn a double play. I could do it. I could teach him how to turn a double play. Him standing on the base 
flat-footed and just like flicking it over to first and throwing it seven rows deep into the stands. Like you said, that ball that one time where it came through your window. Like we can't like he can't be doing that. He's standing flat-footed all the time, just lazy. People are comparing him to Cano, and I think that's unfair to Cano. Cano is a million times better than Glaber ever will be. And but get a grit. Get a clue where you are. Stop being lazy. Put your fucking head on straight for once, please. We need you. All right. The whole thing about the whole argument for trading Glaber was that DJ would be able to just take over second, but like now, like it's D- DJ is DFA uh, worthy. So DJ sucks. Um, it's like I like I started off, Danny started off this episode. It's dark times for the Yankees right now. It really is. Um, you just gotta hope that they can scratch across some life, maybe get it right during this off day somehow, some way. Gotta hope that someone in the clubhouse is saying something. I mean, Rizzo, Donaldson, and Stanton combined are just just beyond brutal. Unlike they're they're both or the three of them are probably in the worst hitting stretches of their career. And then DJ um, too. We had DJ to that. Did I, I said DJ? Didn't I? No. no. Rizzo, Donaldson, Stanton. Or DJ? Yeah, I meant to say I meant to include DJ. So thank you for put make putting that out there. I meant to include DJ. Um, yeah, like it's disgusting. It's unacceptable for the payroll like what this then like what what we what payroll we send out there every year and it's just like it's not fair it's not so yeah. hey we could be the mets higher payroll worst team but we're almost there though so we're almost there. i wouldn't get too cocky and that mets game that's what i know we don't want to deep dive into any games that last mets game i do want to talk about uh for a second if sure. you don't mind yeah sure um so we beat the mets we killed scherzer seven to six game i'll First, I want to. I'll just talk about both games for a second, very quickly. That seven-six victory. How about the ever-loving balls on Clay motherfucking Holmes? This guy, man, I love him. He has been awesome. He's back. You're finally giving Clay Holmes credit. He is so back. In that first Mets game, if you didn't watch, if anybody didn't watch, Yankees are up seven-six, bottom of the eighth. Mets are uh, Mets are coming alive. Bases loaded. Wandy loads the bases. Bases loaded. One out. Clay Holmes comes in to pitch. 3-2 count on Lindor. Crazy cutter that comes just right back down the middle, but tough to hit, and Lindor sucks. Strikes him out. Then he gets 3-2 on Marte, and everybody in the world is thinking sinker. He goes slider, low corner of the zone. Marte somehow fouls it off. Now, even more. Obviously, it's a sinker. Obviously, he goes big balls, slider out of the zone, Chase. Out of the zone. And he gets Marte to chase, and the Yankees end up winning that game. Clay Holmes, massive, massive nuts. Loved to see that. Next game, he only threw about 15 pitches in that game. Next game, we come back, probably available, so we're looking later in that game. Uh, the Yankees can't really hit. Verlander shutting us down as usual. The Mets get on the board uh, first in the fifth, and the Yankees come back, tie it in the sixth, score two more in the seventh. IKF steals home to put us up 3-1 steal home i haven't seen a they said it's the first yankee straight steal of home since dd gregorius 2016 don't even remember that neither did i i didn't remember that either (laughs) ikf man that was awesome looking at all the angles looking at the crowd reaction that was fucking awesome that's something you built you feed off of that's the energy you feed off of when a guy like that steals home bottom of the seventh we uh we immediately give up the lead bottom of the seventh uh so that was tough 
Uh, that was Marinaccio. He blew the – well, Cordero first let the guys on. Marinaccio couldn't hold it. We got lucky that Nimmo rounded the bases and we threw him out. So then we're going – we bring in Canley. He shuts the door. Going to the ninth now. We bring in Albert Abreu, and we're like, what, what, what? Abreu? Albert? Batting practice Abreu? That's who we're bringing in? He does great. He throws one and a third, gets us into the 10th inning, and now we're like, all right, big guys, Clay Holmes is available. Bring him in. After the best performance I've ever, I've seen in a while, we have an off day tomorrow, we had an off day Monday. It's Clay Holmes time, right, Chase? Yeah. Bottom of the 10th inning, Yankees fail to score the runner on second. Of course they do. Bottom of the 10th inning, one out. Clay Holmes, bring in the guy. Wandy is probably still available. Nick Ramirez, Chase. <laughs> Nick Ramirez. Nick Ramirez. Boone later says that none of the big guys were available. Full of shit. Full of shit. We have an off day Thursday. He didn't throw that many pitches. We bring in Nick Ramirez. First batter. Nimmo. Saving those off. relievers worked really well for the Boston series, though. Yeah, yep, we're saving the relievers for the Boston series, even though we had a Thursday game, and then we got smoked. We got absolutely mopped in like the Like 15-5. Yeah, 15-5, and then the rest of the games were not good either. But we're going Nick Ramirez. Like, we didn't like the Albert move, sure, but hats off to him. He was great. All right? He did. He had a great performance. Uh, they gave Albert they gave Albert Abreu the loss for that because he starts the 10th inning. That's kind of messed up. Uh, not that wins and losses matter, but because Abreu came in to the 10th inning with the runner on second. He got the guy out, but then Nick Ramirez let that guy score. Abreu still gets the loss. That's kind of ridiculous yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, but great job. By Abreu. And then we bring in Nick Ramirez. Just, what the fuck are we doing? We basically punted that game. We punted that game in a big game when, without judge. Like, we need every win we could get. And Aaron Boone punted. And I obviously, it probably came from upstairs. But still, you're the manager of the team. Can't happen. Embarrassing. 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 That's just what it was. I wanted and to talk about that for a little bit because I, I, I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about IKF stealing home. I, that's why I kind of wanted to talk yeah. about it. I just wanted to bring that up. But yeah. And I I know uh, I know that uh, you don't care about the Mets as much as I do. Like I hate losing to the Mets. Um, I'm sure I, I know. Well, I don't like losing to the Mets. I know obviously you don't like losing, but I'm just saying like you don't care about the Mets as much as I do. I just hate losing to the Mets. No, I do. I do. That's so, different. that's different. Um, head to head is different. I do care about head to head, but it was it was really upsetting because that I that IKF moment was like one of the coolest moments. Awesome. In like the last, I mean, I I think about obviously the Judge sixty two home run. Like obviously, like that's up there. You know, probably number one yeah. on my list. But like IKF's got to be top ten. Like that that was that was a really cool moment. Yeah. Um, and then they blew it. And also, like Clay Holmes, like you in the first game, you spoke about uh, that Clay Holmes moment. That was the balls on Holmes, and like to get out of that um, unscathed yeah. was freaking awesome. Um, the Mets made so many mistakes in that second game too, and we didn't win. And I was watching it; it made it worse for me. Like, okay, head to head, you kind of—I don't give a shit what the Mets do during the season. Like, I don't give a fuck if they win 150 games or they win 10 games. I really don't care. But head-to-head, I obviously want to beat him. I have a lot of Mets fans' friends. It's more of that, like, bragging rights, whatever. I was watching in a place. Ooh. Nappers. I was watching. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Sorry to interrupt you, but Hal Steinbrenner is joining the Michael K. Show at 4 p.m. this Wednesday. Oh, all right. Well, we got to get out of here and put that on. <laughs> this Wednesday, this Wednesday, this Wednesday. Not oh, today. Wednesday? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I'll, I'll tune into that. But that should I, be I was, interesting. Should be. I want to hear what he says. I was watching at Nappers, though, the Mets game, Chase. <laughs> the, the what game? The what game? 
the Mets game, I was watching at Nappers, and it was loaded with Mets fans. And the Yankees, oh. Holmes, I'm going crazy. I'm the only one going crazy. And then everybody in the place went up to me after the Mets won. To that's make tough. I hate that. I, that's why that's I a hate bad it. place to be for that. I know. I hate that. Anyway, um, but Hal Steinbrenner coming on. Yeah, let's really quick before we sign off. What do you think? He, what do you think happens? Like, what do you think he say? I think he's. I, me personally, I think he's just gonna say everything he always says. Like, we got to get health, guys healthy. You put out on the field what you think will be good. You know, like they're supposed to be good. Guys just got to perform. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's not gonna be much. I think. Yeah. I think they're gonna try to get out of trade deadline. I think Mike K and then we're gonna ask trade deadline questions, and um, I think he's just gonna be like, well, yeah. You know, it's still a little bit away. Whatever's there, we'll try to figure out what's there. We'll try to make a move. Yeah, we're definitely like we're always open to making moves. That's just just the stereo like the gen- generic answer. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah, hopefully not. We could use some transparency because we get none from this organization, anyways. But that's why they come. That's why the fans come here, right? Because we give the transparency. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Danny, that's all I got for today's episode. Unless you got anything else you want to cover, quick. <laughs> Do something. I think, I think we're approaching. Stick. I think we're approaching the hour mark here now. Yeah, which is good. This needed to be a little bit long. Yeah. An episode, I think, and I think it was a good episode. But uh, you know, the meme poking him with a stick. Do something. Let's fucking do something. All right. And I'm sorry for the language. I've didn't been better this year with the language, but they need it. What we need it. I need it. I need it. But um. <laughs> Uh, hopefully they could have some accountability and hopefully they could make some adjustments and hopefully they could start hitting like they should. And let's get Judge back. Let's get Judge back. Thank you all for listening. Let's do an episode next week. We we, we have to. We will. Um, And hopefully Brian will be back with us too. Again, for the record, Brian has not left the show. He's just very difficult to schedule with because he works a lot. So, um, yeah. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at OfficialSTNPod. We're blowing up. We're blowing up. Make sure to follow us there. Follow us on Instagram as part of the news. On TikTok, too. Like, our TikTok is doing solid, too, like when we post on TikTok. So uh, follow us there. And um, this has been Chase. And Danny, let's go Yanks. Let's go Yanks. Somber, let's go Yanks. BFA Donaldson. Bring up Peraza. Let's go Yanks, baby. See you next week. Okay.